acoustic, ahoy for an amplified music. Not plugged in my top, nor now, that's what it's totally about and why it's called Totally Acoustic. Totally Acoustic season finale, uh, when we have uh, tracks from throughout the past year of Totally Acoustic that I've been keeping back, especially for this. And the first track that I've been keeping back was that by A Little Orchestra from all the way back in December last year. Uh, so is the next track. Uh, this is a rather funky band that I'm hearing good things about called uh, MJ Hibbert and the Validators. <laughs>
Your faith and 
Tim Evely from January at the start of this year, as is this next song, which is by Kyle Evans. You might, uh, I've got to play this here, you might recognise the, um, the tune, like a lot of Dylan's early stuff, he just pinched the melody from somewhere else, and I'm going to use that same melody and change the words again, if I may. <clears throat> Who killed HMV, why and what the reason? Not I, said the download kid It's not to do with what I did Downloading 20 films a night To lose interest, come morning light Who thinks films overpriced by far And wouldn't dream pay for the cinema But owns a new Les Paul guitar And a new iPad and a brand new car It wasn't me that made him fall You can't blame me at all Who killed HMV? Why and what the reason be? Not I, said that Napster guy I just took my piece of the pie Technology was going that way Somebody else would have had their day And what do I really care a jot If Lars Ulrich can't afford a yacht I'll make a million here or there A Facebook deal, a hedge fund share But no matter how much money I make I don't look like Justin Timberlake <laughs> It wasn't me that made him fall You can't blame me at all who killed HMV? Why and what the reason be? Not I, said the indie shop. It's 
not our fault their share price dropped we hate the major outlet sure but we hate the download culture more we were obnoxious indie snobs till we all started losing our jobs now we'll give you a hand job round the back if you'll pay for this new last bowie track on two colored vinyl pink and black it wasn't me that made him fall You can't blame me at all Who killed HMV? Why and what the reason be? Not I, said the supermarket Clutching its sides hard and laughing Selling fans' whole discographies for six pounds next to milk and cheese. So, what if we lose a pound of sale? We'll make that back on bread and ale. But actually, now times are tough. We'll stick to the important stuff. Now we've closed down every CD store. We won't sell CDs anymore. But we'll still sell iPhones, obviously. Your grandson can stream you the songs for free. It wasn't us that made Fall. You can't blame us at all. Who killed HMV? Why and what the reason be? Not I, said the everyman. I get by any way I can. If something's available for free, I'm gonna take it. Obviously, the quality's not my concern, just what I spend against what I earn. Besides, music's always been free, that's folk tradition. Can't you see? You can't monetize a melody. Plus, now I can afford Sky TV. Wasn't me that made them fall. You can't blame me at all. HMV, why and what the reason be? Thank you. She's a good girl, loves a mom. Loves jeans and America too. <clears throat> She's a good girl, crazy about elves. Loves horses and a boyfriend to me. It's been a long day living on a cedar. There's freeway running through the yard.
next one which is by either game
Last year I did a project with some uh, 16-year-old girls in Newcastle that had been kicked out of mainstream education somewhere midway through the teens, and we had to learn in this halfway house between a school and a prison, basically. There were, like, bars on the doors and locks on the door. It were like, fucking horrible. And, like, they treated like shit before they've done anything wrong, which makes, makes them sometimes get on the defensive and therefore a bit aggressive, and people think the chavs and then blah, 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 and it's this horrible cycle, and they're just... Anyways, I spent an evening with them, and uh, we went round picking them all up one by one, through Newcastle in this really shit old bus and people kept spitting on the windows and stuff and this is what I wrote. <laughs> it's a nice one. <laughs> I made you laugh though so I've got to leave the laughter until I start reading it because it's not funny. Blacked out windows on the battered yellow bus may prevent pedestrians from scrunching up their noses. But for these girls, those scrunchers are merely the soundtrack. Airstrikes launched on the dashboard Clumps of padding from the backs of the chairs, bouncing off a windscreen and nestling in the footwell. A few foam missiles aren't much to have to deal with, but when the airstrikes are constant, it becomes a different matter. Mid-evening in mid-August. Sunlight glares on the bonnets that we pass. Left before the lights, and then pull over by the off-licence. Another passenger for the yellow bus climbs aboard and flashes a smile. We snake through the pebble dash estates. We're in the suburbs of Newcastle, but at this stage it's anonymous. Biker kids in Barca kits, pad loopholes and union flags. Radio 1 cracked up to 11. A three-point turn in a cul-de-sac. Snapchat making animals of adults unaware and unbelief being passed about as airstrikes reach a ceasefire. One of the girls on board was kicked out on her 16th birthday. Maternal door slamming since the scuffle in the hot tub. Booze and blood and broken glass erupting from the bubbles. The last thing that she saw as she peered over her shoulder was a tiny toddler sister with her hands against the glass. She could have done with the cash from her babysitting since we turned her down at Aldi. She's old enough to fend for herself, but her little sister's helpless. Destined for evenings filled with fish fingers, unwashed uniforms, candy crush, Krispy Kreme, amplified absences, leftover loaves and loathsome lovers. But the atmosphere brings giggle gossip. The news isn't treated as traumatic. And the girls take turns exchanging tales, blissfully unaware of any scrunching. The yellow bus backs into a space, and sunlight dances on the North Shield's key. The air around us is deadly still as we step down to the concrete. They head off in pairs. You might think they're conspiring, but mainly they're confiding. Cigarette smoke rises above every little missile that's been bouncing off their windscreens for as long as they can remember. I look around me. I see six remarkable young women. I hear six voices eager with ambition and resilience. I hear six tales, matter of fact, and that's when I scrunch up my nose. The left to live and learn in limbo. Bars on windows, padlocks on doors, and paint that peels amidst patches of damp. Bereft of any sense of value, left without an open door, theft of a level playing field. A system that's stacked for square pegs in square holes, square lives and set roles. Being average is a blessing. Being normal is a virtue. Being left behind is a one-way street and the postcode lottery is a simple fact of life. But we finish the fags, flick through the filters and for the three hours that follow, they fill a room with laughter. It's infectious at the time but the street lights blur with a tear. First you hear hyenas, then you see hedgehogs. Limbs masked by adidas which quiver with anxiety. These girls present potential that's been strangled at the source. Fuck me, it's frustrating. A generation gargled, and one by one, they wave goodbye to the battered yellow bus. Cheers.
And that was TV's Matt Abbott there with what I believe is called a poem. Uh, next up is a song and it's by our old chum, Mr Gavin Osborne. If you heard his voice on the radio you'd be like Yeah that's familiar but I don't know him, I don't know his name That's the perfect kind of fame <laughs> He's omnipresent but invisible He's a TV deity who knows it all but never makes a scene In any of his scenes He's never taken to the stage to milk the applause But he's been nominated for two British Soap Awards And never won <laughs> That's not how he gets things done That's not how he gets things done We've known him since he was a boy And we should acknowledge such loyalty Being Ian Beale from 1985 Through all his working life When the only thing he really wants to be good at Well, the only thing he wants to be good at Is being Adam Wood, yeah Is being Adam Wood, yeah Is being Adam... Like tight-knit family and good friends It's sometimes hard to know Where Ian Beale starts and Adam Woodger ends It's enough to drive him round the bend Oh, is Adam just a name he made up in a dream? Cos everywhere he goes people call him Ian of EastEnders! <laughs> There's no way to end this Oh, but through him we can mark our own lives through Beale's wheels and his four, five wives. <laughs> He's been there when we've been alone through over 2,500 plus episodes. And we have known him since he was a boy. And we should acknowledge such loyalty. Stephen Gerrard of soap in a lot of ways. <laughs> Can you imagine how it feels just being Ian Beale? See along from 1985 through all his working life when the only thing he wants to be good at, the only thing he wants to be good at is being Adam Woodjack. Is being Adam Woodjack. Being Adam Woodja Being Adam Woodja It's far better than being John Malkovich Being Adam Woodja <laughs> <laughs> Okay The funny thing about that song and literally, for me, the only funny thing now about that song <laughs> is, um, is that he got in touch with me. Having, <laughs> really? Yeah, this is, this is new to you, probably. He, um, he, he, I don't know how he heard the song. I guess he, he must Google himself. But via his agent, he, they sent me this email, and it was f 
fucking great. There was a picture of Adam Woodjet with two British Soap Awards. <laughs> <laughs> and the only thing it said underneath it was, your song is now factually inaccurate. <laughs> 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 Which I love. But also... <laughs> the same year that I, that I saw, he, like he'd never done anything. He'd never done any panto. He'd never done anything. Like, which is really, really unusual for a soap star. You know, never no panto. Like, <laughs> and, and then so that, that song came out. The album came out, and everything. And and not only did I get that email, which made me laugh, but there's a picture of Adam Woodjet at Bath. Spa train station was where I live. Just standing there as Aladdin, like this. Right, I need to pull my finger out a little. <laughs> Something's got to be wrong with me. And if I'm right, there's something in the water to go home on the beach. Close my eyes, I'm still drifting towards you. I should be sleeping, but my head keeps twisting around you. I should be sleeping, but my heart keeps beating about you. You're a thing I've been running from, you know. But I'm worried that I won't let you go If we're gonna go grab a coffee Then you'll have to sit and watch me crumble Right in front of your eyes Tell me you'll catch me again Tell me you'll catch me again Tell me you'll catch me again Again, again If I drift away Tell me you'll catch me again Tell me you'll catch me again Tell me you'll catch me again, again If I drift away from you Don't think I can get away from this Cause when we're together There's something in the water You pick me out from all the other fish we're ripped out runaways and I'm drifting towards you But he's hoping that you've just been joking around with this But he's hoping that you're just as serious You're a thing I've been running from, you know I want it, but I'm worried that I won't let you go If we're gonna go grab a coffee Then you'll have to sit and watch me crumble Right in front of your eyes Tell me you'll catch me again Tell me you'll catch me again Tell me you'll catch me again Again, again If I drift away from you Oh. 
then you'll have to sit and watch me crumble right in front of your eyes. Tell me you'll catch me again. Tell me you'll catch me again. Tell me you'll catch me again and again and again. If I drift away, tell me you'll catch me again. Tell me you'll catch me again. Tell me you'll catch me again again. You're saying I can run it from. Tell me you'll catch me again, again. You're saying I've been running from. Tell me you'll catch me again, again. Uh, that was Jack Rosie's performing back in April of this year, uh, as was Helen McCookery Book with his next song. Big Brother is watching you, Big Brother is watching you, watching you still, watching you still. No trouble in catching you, no trouble in catching you, retired to steel, retired to steel. about all we've got time for this month uh, next month we've got the second of our two finales uh, this one's got Poe Deerville Emma Cooper the perfect English weather and loads loads more uh, about the same time next month so uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you then <laughs>